0: this year and it's entitled Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis also known as I don't know I forgot what C.S. means 5 staples Lewis and can I just say how profound, how deep how Great and beautiful, this book is. If there's just an appropriate word, I could not find the words. It's really too beautiful <laughs> to be ever put into words. I don't know how I'll do a book review. Um, well, I'm, yeah, I'm just in awe on how amazing and beautiful C.S. Lewis's mind is in how he could write or actually just a little background on this book. It is not written as a book. Initially, this was intended to just be um, a narrative that C.S. Lewis would speak with Broadcast during um, the war. On that time, um, it was broadcasted on the radio, and I believe there was a time when it was given on air, and then I'm not sure how it became to a book, but it was like for. The common people back then, for soldiers, for those civilians who are um, who has fear um, during the war um, on 19, 1940s. So imagine the fear that the people has because of the war. In just hearing those profound words, um, the thoughts, perspectives that. C.S. Lewis has um, with religion, Christianity, God, Jesus Christ. I could say that it's a very comforting thought during that time. and just um, mind-boggling. And it, it would really um, have you reflect on a lot of things, a lot of thoughts that you would not think about. It would not just um encounter on a daily basis but a really good thing about this book is just it it um, it gives you a glimpse of Christianity not on like, specifically on biblical basis but on a perspective of a former atheist and it just bumps to the worldviews that we have and it gives you like a god view based on the worldview. I don't know how to explain it because honestly, while reading this book, there were a lot of paragraphs, I would not just say one or two, but many chapters that I need to read again and again and again, like three to five times before I could grasp the thought or grasp the the thought that C.S. Lewis is saying it's not that it's a heavy reading book but it's just that it's so deep it's so profound that it's really hard to just give it one go like just read it in one sitting so if there will be a time that or I know there will be a time that I'll, I'll read this book again maybe after I read um, all the books that's on my list uh, for this year, I'll definitely give uh, this book a read again. And just because I know that it's like you're reading the Bible, but it's not. So if my favorite book is the Bible, this is my second favorite book. I know I'll have more juices. It's just there's too much meat. On this book, that you you can just leave it um, reading once, and then that's just it. You'll have to read it again and again and again. For for me, I believe so. Um, I'll I'll do something new. I'll just read some of the most beautiful phrases in. Um, with regards to this book, the extensive, like um unfathomable thoughts that C.S. Lewis has and yeah, just to try something new because if you'll see the book, I'm really one of those people who writes <laughs> on their books and if some do highlight I highlighted too. I try to underline the phrases, paragraphs that speak to me the most, and I, I try to put the note there as well, so yeah, I'm one of those horrific people for some, and yeah, just to do something new, I'll, I'll just read some of the most beautiful, or I think, um, what the phrases that speaks to me the most, yeah so here's one I'm just randomly browsing the book right now on page 48 why then did God give them free will because free will though it makes evil possible is also the only thing that makes possible any love or goodness or joy worth having the happiness which God designs For his higher creatures is the happiness of being freely, voluntarily united to him and to each other in an ecstasy of love and delight compared with which the most rapturous love between a man and a woman on this earth is mere milk and water and for that they must be free beautiful so here is the one under um, cardinal virtues on page 77 he wants a child's heart but a grown a grown up's head he wants us to be simple single minded affectionate and teachable as good children are but he also wants Every bit of intelligence we have to be alert at its job and its first class fighting So, this one under social morality page 87 do as you would be done by till I am black in the face but I cannot really carry it out till I love my neighbor as myself and I cannot learn to love my neighbor as myself till I learn to love God i cannot learn to love god except by learning to obey him and so as i warned you we are driven onto something more inward driven from social matters through religious matters for the longest way round is the shortest way home i um he has a chapter on morality and psychoanalysis and just talk about the psychologist Freud and and Jung and there's just one paragraph that I love on this chapter when Freud is talking about how to cure neurotics he is speaking as a specialist on his own subject but when he goes on to talk generally general philosophy he is speaking as an amateur it is therefore quite sensible to attend to him with respect in the one case and not in the other and that is what I do me too (laughs) me too Louis under the same chapter it says here you see only the results which a man's choices make out of his raw material, but God does not judge him on the raw material at all, but on what he has done with it. Under the same chapter, and taking your life as a whole. With all your innumerable choices, all your lifelong, you are slowly turning this central thing, and either into a heavenly creature or into a hellish creature, either into a creature that is in harmony with God and with other creatures and with itself, or else into one that is in a state of war and hatred with god and with his fellow creatures and with each itself each of us at each moment is progressing to one state for the other one last point remember that As I said, the right direction leads not only to peace but to knowledge. When a man is getting better, he understands more and more clearly the evil that is still left in him. When a man is getting worse, he understands his own badness less and less. Wow. I'll just read the last few chapters, some of the last few chapters. The only thing we can keep are the things we freely give to God. What we try to keep for ourselves is just what we are sure to lose. chapter counting the cost but all the time he knew his plan for us and was determined to carry it out to shrink back from that plan is not humility it is laziness and cowardice to submit to it is not conceit or megalomania it is obedience the job will not be completed in this life but he means to get us as far as possible before death when troubles come along illnesses money troubles new kinds of temptation he is disappointed these things he feels might have been necessary to cross him and make him repent in his bad old days but why now because god is forcing him on or up to a higher level putting him into situations where he will have to be very much braver or more patient or more loving than he ever dreamed of being before it seems to us all unnecessary, but that is because we have not yet had the slightest notion of the tremendous thing he meant he meant to make of us. The process will be long and in parts very painful, but that is what we are in for nothing less he meant what he said i think i should stop now but just one last paragraph before i end if conversion to christianity makes no improvement in a man's outward actions if he continues to be just as snobbish or spiteful or envious or ambitious as he was before, then I think we must suspect that his conversion was largely imaginary. And after one's original conversion, every time one thinks one has made an advance, that is the test to apply it. of pondering on the things that I've read as of now. So yeah, next book I'll be reading is The Diary of a Younger. (laughs) I am excited, long as excited. And see you next month. (laughs) Bye. Thank you.